plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award-winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County Dublin. If you are out Port Marnock direction, why not swing by the White Sands Hotel, pop into the Oasis Bar, which is just below our studio here, and uh, enjoy a bite to eat or a glass of wine. And if the weather is nice, you can sit outside as well, overlooking North uh, Dublin Bay. The Oasis Bar here at the White Sands Hotel. Now, before I let you know what we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter, I want to give a shout out to our show sponsors, uh, Priscilla and Amy Granger. And they have set up a support group called Stop Domestic Violence in Ireland. And it's a group set up by mother and daughter domestic and childhood violence survivors, Priscilla and Amy Granger. Now, their goal is to have the issue of domestic violence spoken about more oftenly, uh, more, more openly, should I say, and to support victims through the process of spotting, reporting and surviving domestic violence. Now, I recently uh, sat down with Amy Granger to talk all about Stop Domestic Violence in Ireland, and she explained ways in which their organisation can help. You could have a lady coming to us and saying, you know, I'm going through domestic abuse, but I haven't been hit, and you don't need to be hit for it to be domestic abuse. It can be course of control, so be it i.e. emotional uh, verbal neglect of children, anything like that so if someone came to us we'd advise them what to do when it comes to obtaining like a safety order or a barring order through the courts and a lot of the time a lot of people are not ready for that so we would give them the steps and the guidance in order to do that. Now, the team at Stop Domestic Violence in Ireland is on hand 24-7 offering you support. If you or someone you know is in trouble, please call or send a WhatsApp message to 086 869 7022. That's 086 869 7022 if you would like uh, support from Stop Domestic Violence in Ireland. And our sincere thank you to um, Priscilla and Amy for their ongoing support of us here on the Opinions Matter podcast. So what do we want to talk about on this latest edition of OM? Do you believe that people should have a right to protest publicly about whatever they want? If the answer is yes... Surely you would draw the line at protesting outside buildings where women are going for terminations. It's been revealed today that protesters who decide to camp outside facilities providing abortion services could face fines of two and a half thousand euro. People protesting outside healthcare facilities that provide abortion services could face fines of up to two and a half grand or up to six months in prison under long-awaited new measures expected to be passed next week. Last year, over 8,000 abortions were carried out in Ireland, so a lot of women are going into uh, clinics or GP surgeries for uh, advice on termination. Is it morally wrong for a woman to have to walk through a group of protesters who are pro-life? Well, the introduction of safe access zones to protect pregnant women from uh, harassment and intimidation when accessing a termination had been promised in tandem with the rollout of abortion services in 2019. However, the legislation has yet to be enacted. We have seen countless protests outside places like um, the National Maternity Hospital at Hollis Street. Um, There have been examples of protesters using white coffins to symbolise dead babies. And it has caused an awful lot of uh, anguish for an awful lot of women who are at a very vulnerable point in their lives. The proposed laws will mean safe access zones of 100 metres will apply from an entrance or exit to a premises where services could be provided. So if you uh, think of somewhere like the National Maternity Hospital, you would have to be 100 metres away from the door in order to uh, protest. And that's the conversation that we want to have with you. A lot of people are saying this is the thin end of the wedge. Uh, Once you stop people protesting within 100 metres of... um, uh, 
somebody providing abortion services. What next? Where will we be stopped protesting next? And I know that is one of uh, the arguments. Jeremy, what's your view on this? Should we uh, have this law in place? Okay, in our constitution, which is very, very important, yeah, we have the right to protest as long as it's not a violent protest, as long as it's not uh, abusive, yeah? Now, I've seen one of these protests taking place outside uh, a maternity hospital. In fact, I'm looking at photographs of one now. And... There's five people. Now, they shouldn't be right outside the hospital. There should be a safe... I agree with safe zones. But we're into... If we start dictating about what protests can and cannot happen... Nobody's saying these protests can't happen. Yeah. You just said you agree with safe zones. That's all this is. No, no, no. Yeah, but they could be fined. They'd be fined for having the protest. There's a difference... Within the safe zone. There's a difference between... Okay, there's a difference between a protest where someone is just standing there holding a sign, okay? And the protest that we've seen outside the uh, refugee emergency accommodation where they're literally screaming in in the doors, get them out, get them out, get them out, burn them out, burn them out, Yeah. The, the video that I looked at earlier on today is literally just five elderly people standing. Oh, how many yards is that within the entrance? It's right outside. It's, it's to the side of the, it's to the side. It's not, they're not blocking. They're not blocking the door. And they're literally just holding uh, signs. One of them says abortion is evil. Uh, another sign is saying the 5,000 people are uh, dead. And the other is saying uh, love them both. Now, that's their opinions. There's nothing offensive about that per se if you are pro-life. So are people who are pro But you just said a moment ago you're in favour of the 100 metre exclusion zone. So there's the conversation over. Well, 100 metres is a long distance. Like, as long as they're not physically hurting somebody... Okay, go, they, go as the, you recall, a couple of years ago we spoke to protesters who stood outside Hollow Street uh, with white coffins. Do you think that's offensive to somebody who's entering the hospital to have a consultation about a termination of her pregnancy and there's somebody standing outside the hospital with a white coffin. Okay, what triggered me about that is was I know people who have come out of Hollow Street Hospital who've had uh, stillborn babies, and I would imagine that could be quite triggering. So I think it comes down to the process. If you're just holding up a sign that's saying uh, abortion is wrong, by the way, I think these protests are probably a waste of time. If a woman is at the stage where she's decided she's getting a termination, I don't think some um, religious person standing outside a hospital with a sign saying, by the way, uh, abortion is wrong. That's not really going to change your mind, is it? No, possibly not. But, but you, you are in favour. You, you just said you're in favour of the exclusion zone, the 100 metres exclusion zone. I don't zone. know if it should be 100 metres. But it meters. is going to be. It is going to be 100 metres. Okay, I would be erring on the side of caution because it's a slippery slope. What, what next, then, when it comes to protest? Well, there's been no suggestion of anything other than this. And this was promised at the time of no, no, the no, no, abortion about, referendum. I'm talking about what else will protesting be banned against? Uh, maybe outside politicians' homes. For okay. example, okay, I do agree with that because that's harassment. But if it's a quiet protest where you're literally just standing there, holding, no, but there is no holding suggestion. A, holding People are using this argument. This is, this is the thin end of the wedge. What next? But there is no suggestion of anything next. But that's because it hasn't happened yet. There's been no talk at all about any restriction on any form of protest except within a hundred meters of a service providing abortion services. End of. Okay, but that's that's nonsense though because a hundred meters you're still going to see them protesting, so that's not going to achieve anything. If I think any protests, I, I have a problem uh, with protests that are aggressive, that are that are hurtful, that are inc- inciting hatred. But uh, uh, like, look at that photograph, Adrian, a 70-year-old woman, she's the same age as my mother, yeah? Mm-hmm. And she's holding up a poster that simply says, love them both, and it's a photograph of a mother and her baby. That, that album there, sorry, that elderly woman there, obviously feels very, she's very obviously very anti-abortion. Um, her opinion doesn't matter. Is that what we're saying? No, this conversation isn't about that. No, no. This, well, it, this conversation it, it, no, is, is about having protests within 100 metres of a medical facility um, and, and... Okay, so what you're saying is her opinion matters, but... Down the road. Or in your own house. No, down the road, or 100 metres away. I want to kick off with uh, Keith's opinion on this. I don't think you should find people outside, outside hospitals. Um, murder is murder at the end of the day, look, unless it's a rape victim. At the end of the day, you know, like they're gonna get rid of the baby, end of. But you know, people are using it for like they're, they're sleeping around after clubs or whatever, or they're cheating and they're going off and they're getting these things done. Like it's all fucking wrong. It's been done wrong, and I don't think people should be fined 
for protesting outside any hospital or abortion clinic or anything like that. All right, thanks very much indeed, Keith. If you have an opinion on this, send us a WhatsApp right now to 085-825-2626. Anthony, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Anthony? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Anthony. You heard that first message there, uh, which is basically saying that you should not be fined for protesting outside an abortion facility. What's your view on this? Well, I think this punishment needs to be a lot worse. It needs to be six years in prison and 250,000 euro in fines. What is going on is not protesting. It is bullying and intimidation of women who are seeking legal abortion services in this country and it's harassing healthcare staff. That cannot happen. It shouldn't be anywhere near the building. I bet if the punishment was that harsh with six years in prison, then this bullying would stop quickly. That's okay. what happened. Right. Now, there is no suggestion of anything like a quarter of a million euro fine or well, uh, or, or prison terms. We're talking two and a half grand and uh, up to six months in prison if you keep it up. Um, you believe that people who are protesting within 100 metres of... Or, or would you have that exclusion zone even more than 100 metres? I wouldn't have it anywhere near the building. And I said, that is not protesting. It is bullying and intimidation. That cannot happen. Okay, stay, right. stay there for one second if you can, please, Anthony, because um, in the past, uh, our next caller has been involved in uh, protests outside... Uh, facilities providing abortion services. Charles, uh, you're welcome to Opinions Matter. How are you? How are you doing? Charles, I spoke to you in in the past and uh, at the time I I recall you were involved in a protest outside um, I think it was Hollow Street using white coffins. Um, Are are protests like that necessary? Do they achieve anything? Um, Well, I mean, you 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 could argue about that in terms of any issue, you know. I mean, are they necessary? Do they achieve I suppose that's a strategic question, you know, is it, is it the right thing to do in terms of your agenda and uh, progressing whatever you, you feel is the right thing. Uh, but at the same time, I think the principle of, of, of being able to protest is a very important one. And I think uh, surely people who even disagree on this issue would would concede that it's a very, very dangerous thing to start to, um, you know, to stop people from protesting or, or, or demonstrating. OK, there, there, there is there is no suggestion. Very line here. OK, there is no suggestion of... Yeah. Uh, um, uh, stopping protests. That is not being talked about. All that is being talked about is having a 100 metre exclusion zone from the uh, front and rear entrances of facilities, be that a GP's clinic or the National Maternity Hospital, 100 metres away from the door. That's all. Yeah, sure. Therefore, you're, you're, you're stopping people from demonstrating. Surely, I mean, the whole point of demonstrating... No, 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 you're not. You're telling, them, you're telling them you can do it. You can do it just down the road there. But just not here. But, they, but then again, that, that 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 is a restriction. You're telling people, you're, you know, you cannot protest. What you're going to protest like on, on the next street up or something? And that's ridiculous. No one, no one would protest. You know, one street away from wherever they're supposed to be highlighting an issue. But it, it's entirely consistent that they would try to ban uh, protest because you know when you're doing something wrong, uh, you can't have people highlighting that. You know that that wouldn't go down well. Okay, no, this isn't so this it's, isn't. It's actually, it's, it's, we're it's not. Hang on, we're not. We're, we're not talking about. We're not talking about Moscow-style clampdown on um, on protests and the police um, baton-charging well, protesters. Prison, prison sentence for protesting. That, that sounds for, pretty For persistent and repeat offenders who persistently and repeatedly uh, protest within 100 metres of a facility. So, like, we, we are that afraid of people protesting that we put, put them into prison. Like, I think that's a... Like, they must be very confident in their argument uh, about what they believe in and what they're doing. Uh, okay. One of, one of the arguments that we I just one of the arguments I just heard a moment ago. Drug dealers and we've got rapists roaming free mm-hmm. and suspended sentences. And you want to put protesters in prison? Like, I mean, it's, it's absurd. But it shows you exactly where they're coming from. 
they know they're doing wrong. They don't want anyone pricking their conscience. Okay, the uh, okay, they, hang they, on there, they, hang they, on there for one second. The argument here is that these aren't they, protests. They these these protests are specifically designed. This is what our first caller said: specifically designed to bully and intimidate people availing of legal services in Ireland. Completely subjective, and obviously, somebody would say say that uh, you know that that obviously that's completely subjective remark. How, how, how does he know the intention? the people who are going to protest over that protest. Well, okay, but, well, let me ask him. Obviously, someone who doesn't want want any debate on the issue and they want to clamp down on the issue because if you don't, if you can't argue your debate, you don't want people debating with you. If you're, if you're debating about something that's inherently wrong, of course you don't want protest. Okay, you Anthony, protest. Anthony, let me bring you back in again. Yeah. Um, it, it, you are wrong to suggest that this is bullying and intimidation. It, I'm stating the facts. Those protests like that man, Charles, or that, that one with those white coffins, that is bullying and intimidation and it is vile. All right, what he and the protesters are doing is just wrong. The people in this country so, so, voted so, so overwhelmingly for abortion no. services in this country to be legal. Overwhelmingly, you are just saying that the majority of this country, our opinions don't matter because you are just trying to force your views and you're trying to bully uh, so, so, women who are seeking can't, abortion services. You're just a bully. You're just a bully. You're just a bully. You're just a bully. Bullies often you know, call other people bullies. bullies. Because, you know, no, 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 bullies. no. On the yes, country, on the country. Okay, I want to. I want to ask you a, a question, Anthony. Let, let, let listeners like see who's the bully here. They don't debate. They don't want any debate in this issue. They want to let people get on with doing what they're doing, whether it's right or it's wrong. That's You're trying point. to harass and intimidate women. That is not right. That is completely vile, and it should be stopped. You're just bullying vulnerable women. Let me ask you then, Charles. Let me ask you a question. We're not allowed. Nobody's allowed to disagree. Okay, no, no, no. We're all allowed to debate. So let me ask you then. Hang on. I want to ask you a question. What is the aim of having a protest outside a facility that provides abortion services? What's the aim of, of a protest? Well, I, like I disagree that? with the word services there because that's, that's inherently, you know, one-sided uh, way of describing this. A service is, you know, something that you do for something that someone that's a good thing. Yeah? And if we know what abortion is, it's, it's quite different than that, you know? It's actually ending of a life. So, uh, like, this is the whole point. I mean, okay, but, uh, just, well, like, whatever, whatever words you, you want to put, hang on, whatever words you want to put on the service, it is providing well, a we legal. Talking, the services is a completely, it's a Soviet word. It's, it's propaganda. Okay, it's okay absolutely hang, propaganda. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. They are providing yeah. something that has they're, been they're legislated the for of and a, voted of a human being. They're killing. Yeah. They're killing people. As yeah. is your and description. They don't want as is to your description. That. No, no, that's fine. No, well, that's, that's but, reality. Yeah, but what I'm, trying, no what I'm trying to argue it's with you is this is something that the uh, the people of Ireland voted for in a very large majority, and it has since been legislated for by the Oireachtas. Now, my question, my question. Nobody has, right to, nobody has the right to, to vote to vote against justice. I mean, if we voted in um, slavery tomorrow, would that would that make it right? No. And would be if people protested against slavery after people okay, voted? Okay. Uh, and my question, Charles, my question. Hang on, we're, still, we're skirting around the issue here. What, no, 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 what is the aim? My, my question was, what is the aim? A I M. Of yeah. having a protest outside such facilities. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I will. Be, obviously, there, there would be many people who might have one. So the aim could be many. It could be you know you'd have to ask every person who had a protest. But the point of having okay, a protest, but I'm asking you. I'm asking you. What's okay, your yeah, aim yeah, when I mean, you've I'm been involved in them? The, the purpose of it is to highlight an injustice. It's to show people that there's something wrong happening, and they that you are in a democracy that we're in. You're allowed to take issue with things and say, I don't agree. Like, this might have been voted in, but I don't agree. And, and that's fine. And that's fine. Okay. But, but, but my again, my, my question I is. I believe that this is an important issue. Okay. My question is, though, be, hang on. My question yeah. is, why not have that protest outside Leinster House or outside the clinic of the Minister for Health or whatever? Why and what is the aim of having those protests outside facilities providing abortion in Ireland? Well, again, like, because that's where the thing is happening. You know, like, again, you might say some people might have protests outside the doll or wherever else. 
Um, but it's perfectly logical that you might want to protest where the thing is happening, especially if you believe, as many people do in this country, despite the propaganda, that this is an inherently unjust act. It's in fact a really serious, egregious act of violence against an innocent human being. If you feel that, which a lot of people do, then obviously we would protest or, or would demonstrate where it's happening. I mean, that's obvious. But the only reason why they don't want this is it's very simple. They want to smother opposition. They think that by doing this, they'll scare people away. And that's the whole point, that they don't want this thing growing. Because when people see the protests or the demonstrations, then, then they learn more or they, they research more and they think about everyone's not for this. Like okay, so, so are you trying, or protesters holding protests outside facilities, are you trying to morally blackmail women into changing their minds? Sort of. If the thing is, is right or wrong, and if, if you talk, if you... If you highlight something as uh, you know for what it is, I mean, people have to have to be aware of what they're doing if it's right or wrong. I mean, okay, you uh, uh, know, you're saying it's, in your opinion it's wrong. In the opinion of eight thousand women in Ireland uh, last year who uh, had an abortion, they obviously don't think it's wrong. Or if they do think it's wrong, they still proceeded. Look, people are going to always do wrong things. Like, I've done wrong things, you've done wrong things. We do, and we don't like when people tell us that we're doing something wrong. No one likes that. But, like, it's, on the other hand, there's an innocent baby there who no one is standing up for. And everyone just wants to, oh, forget about it. Never, we never saw the baby. We no one saw the body. Just continue on. Life is normal. Okay. Thousands so, so in answer to my question, so, then you really are by holding a protest close to the entrance of a facility. You really are trying to morally blackmail women to change their minds. See, see again. Look at the language you're using. You're just trying to you're trying to reframe it in, in a certain way. You are trying to morally blackmail people. Do you know what people are trying to do? Do you not think that maybe these people actually really care about the little babies and they think that these babies have a right to live and enjoy life like we have? Do you not think that maybe that might be that their motivation might actually be a good thing? It might actually, it might be coming from a place of love that they might see that this baby has got an inherent value and that their life will never be repeated. Never again. Let me ask you then. Let me ask you. And that they say this is worth not protesting against. This is worth like to be witness that, that this is this has happened and no one else seems to care okay. but I care Charles, I mean, Charles bear, bear with me for one second if you can please um, this is Katie I'm confused why are people protesting still did we not have a referendum we had a referendum on same sex marriage where are the people protesting this move on it's past it's Ireland's most talked about podcast the only podcast with live call live debates it's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Charles, can I put that to you, that message I played uh, just a moment ago? Why are these protests still going on? We had a vote, the people spoke, the matter is over. What do you say to that? Maybe because people will always care and that that, 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 that no matter what um, happens, that there will always be someone who wakes up and realises, wait a minute, this isn't a good thing. And I want to tell other people because I don't want it to happen. I don't want violence against innocent people, any innocent people. But and Charles, I'm going to do something. One of the That's thing, basically what it is. Yeah, but Charles, one of the things that... You, that sorry, one of the things that people will, will argue uh, about uh, pro-lifers like yourself is that... The pro-life brigade are great at being able to protest against against abortion, but uh, if that baby is born, um, the pro-life brigade don't give a damn what's what happens to the baby afterwards. I mean, would you gladly if you were standing outside, uh, uh, say for instance, Hollis Street Hospital tomorrow, and um, a woman was walking by, um, going going in to have a termination, and you stopped her and you had a chat with her and you said, "Please don't do this. I, I believe it's murder," which you obviously do believe, and that's your right to believe that. I believe this is murder. Please don't go in and have that abortion. And she turned, and this is completely hypothetical, but she turned around and she said to you, no problem, Charles, I will keep this baby, but as soon as I have the baby, I want you to raise the baby as your own. I want you to pay for it financially. I want you to look after it. Would you do that? Well, again, see, this, this is the whole this, this is the whole point. Of course, if I, if I was left to the situation where there was a human being who had no one else to look after them and I was stuck, of course, I wouldn't like leave somebody to starve or to, to, to be homeless. Or, and this idea that Oh, pro-lifers don't give a damn. And that's your words. You've said they don't give a damn about the people. That's absolutely absurd. Uh, Like, even that as an idea, that that this group of people who protest one thing don't give a damn about 
anyone else. But they don't. You, 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 you won't see That's a pro. You, but hang on, you won't. You won't see a pro lifer knocking That's on the. You won't see a pro lifer. Parody of this of, 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 of well, your it's not. It's not because you won't see a pro lifer knocking on the door of a single mother that has three children and no man to help her raise the children, saying, "Here, I'll give you a hand." And, and what, do, do, do pro lifers walk around with big signs saying, "I'm a pro lifer"? And do they advertise what they do that good? No, but I'm saying, I know for a fact. I know for a fact that that some of the key members of the pro life movement in Ireland run a, a women's hostel and a men's hostel. They look after drug addicts. I know, I know they do a lot of good. They they don't advertise it. They don't tell people. You know what I do? I I, I spend a whole day. I know loads of people in that movement who do lots of charitable work. Okay, and they, they, they do not tell people okay. about it. Let me ask you another and this question idea then. That they don't give a damn is, is, is absolutely. It's so stupid. Like, okay, really. let me like, let me go know. back. To, let me go back to the point of of uh, this new legislation that is being uh, brought in next week, where you could, and the emphasis on the word could, uh, face fines of up to two and a half grand if you continue to protest within one hundred meters of a facility providing abortion. Now. Tell me what the big issue is with this. You're not talking about being uh, sent out to Ireland's Eye to have your protest. You can have your protest just not right outside the front door. What's the big deal here? Well, again, I, I would I would argue that you know, any infringement on protests in this country on, on a range of issues is an extremely dangerous thing. And like, I, I, like again, it's very inconsistent with the issue. They they can't debate this. They want to smother the group, the, the movement. And you you look at all the GP surgeries. What you could be protesting or demonstrating on you know one street in Broda or wherever, and and there could be five doctors around you, and you don't know, and then you're arrested this kind of this is a Stalinist kind of approach you know show me the man and I'll find the crime it's about it's about criminalizing dissent that's what it's about and it's not just on this issue people who might say they, they mightn't realize what abortion is they might they might they might this would be on a range of issues and and this is this is more and more we see this in the West that, that you cannot disagree about COVID you cannot disagree about this you you must follow a certain line and um I think it's a but very again, again, Charles, I, I have to, to emphasize for in case people are uh, picking up the wrong end of the stick here, there is no talk whatever of banning protests uh, against abortion. All you're being asked to do is have your protest 100 meters down the road. That's all. But, 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 but if you're criminalizing, you could go to prison for for, for, for for holding a protest on the wrong on the wrong street. Like I mean, that's a serious thing. Like you can't say that's just only. Oh no! If you go, if you protest on the wrong street and you don't even realise, and there's a doctor's surgery around the corner, you go go to prison for that. You know, don't be a rapist or a drug dealer. Be be a be a demonstrator who believes in the right to life, and you'll be in prison. You know, it's, and it's the same thing we see it in Canada. People who who um, have uh, you know gone against the, the like who voiced objection to certain things end up in prison. Good decent people. Okay, let me they, let me ask you. They, they, uh, they, 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 all they do is they say, "I don't think this is a good thing. I don't think this is right," and they want to. Okay, let, let me ask you by, one final question. Do you believe that um, pro-life uh, campaigners like yourself and uh, people that you would know, do you think protests will continue within? 100 metres of healthcare facilities despite the uh, introduction of this new law? Um, I'd love to say, yeah, and we'll all go to prison, but that would be, to be honest, really, no, no. And they know this. No, there won't be protests. And, and the, the pro-life movement will have to follow a different strategy. And ultimately, really, what, what, what really you have to do is you have to get to the root cause of the issue. And the root cause of the issue really is this kind of laissez-faire attitude to casual sex and marriage and family. And really, we have to get back to the Christian roots of our of our civilization, which is is that's where the order comes from. That's where the the respect for life comes from, and it's a it's a deep rooted approach, really. That has okay. To so, what, so what you're saying today. what you're saying is, if and when this new legislation is enacted and it becomes illegal to protest within a hundred meters of a healthcare facility providing abortion, you will no longer protest within a hundred meters. You will uh, abide by that law. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, you know, like we have to be take a pragmatic. Unfortunately, we have to take a pragmatic approach, and and the approach has to be you know in line with the the bigger picture. And I don't think protests in themselves are you know they're not they're only a very small part of a bigger 
uh, approach to you know to this issue especially and I think that you know people will people will be pragmatic about okay. this uh, Charles before, before I let you go before I let you go I've been asked to play uh, this WhatsApp voice note uh, for you just, just bear with me have a listen to this please hey lads I can't come on um, but here's a scenario lady gets pregnant absolutely over the moon first child um, first scan had something's not right Lots more tests done, everything else, and baby has a serious, serious, serious condition. Um, child probably won't even make the pregnancy, and even if the child does make the pregnancy and is born, is not going to survive very long. There's that much wrong, and um, if the, when the child is born, it's going to be in severe agony, and from doctor's advice, is going to be basically used as a guinea pig. Now that mother has to make that decision because that mother does not want that child suffering. So these people protesting, I'm sorry, you don't know what is going through each parent and each mother or whatever else and what decision they've made and why they've come to that decision. Some of those decisions are actually to protect the child, whether you believe it or whether you don't. Charles, I'm going to let you respond to that. Yeah, well, I'll just say, like, first, and you have to be clear with this, you know, they do get it wrong. Like, there have been several, you know, well-documented cases where people have been told that their baby is, like, basically, you know, going to be living agony, and they, they were fine. And, and and actually, some of them aborted their babies, and then they found that actually there was nothing wrong with the baby. Now, that doesn't justify killing a baby because it's not perfect. Like, who, who of us is perfect? You know, in England, they kill babies because there's a cleft, cleft lip, like, you know, which is absurd. My brother has a cleft palate, you know, and he's one of the most intelligent people I know and wonderful person. And, you know, do they not have value? Of course they do. I would say that we always have to give life a chance. If you were in a board, if you knew that there were, you were going to demolish a building and there was a 1% chance that there was a child or a human being in that building, you wouldn't do it. You'd wait. Yeah, but in fact... You'd always give life the chance. In fact, Charles, you have to you, give you, life the one thing I would agree with you, you bring up a good point. I have a friend who was adopted. He's in his late, late 40s now, adopted and he I think if you're a child of adoption you might feel differently about abortion because he firmly believes and nothing he's had this conversation with us openly he firmly believes that had abortion been readily available in Ireland um, when he was when his mother uh, got pregnant with him outside marriage that he wouldn't exist now and he feels yeah. that his life and you can't argue with him but that's how he feels uh, he's in that position we can't put ourselves in his shoes but he firmly feels that he would not exist now and his children would not exist and his life would not exist now had abortion been available in Ireland and his mother had had the easy option is the wrong word to use because it's abortion is never an easy option but if the option had been there on her doorstep to go down to her local GP. Again, this uh, I have to bring this conversation back to the start. Uh, this is a conversation not about the rights and wrongs of abortion, not about the rights and wrongs of uh, people protesting, because nobody is talking about stopping protests. This is about restricting protests from within 100 metres... Of, 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 of a public place, though. Of a, of a, a healthcare... Public, you see, it's a public place. What, what's a public place? Well, a hospital's a public place. The, the public road. If they were... And I, I, all they're asking is you to protest just down there. That's all. Yeah, but I assume, Charles, if it was outside the house of a woman who'd had a termination, I'm sure even Charles... Well, I don't know. I assume Charles would, would find that apparent. The idea of hand, holding placards outside a house of... Jane Doe, who had a termination a week before. That's not happening. You know, they're not targeting individual women. Stay there. I want to bring in uh, Gina. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Gina. Hi, How are Hello. you? What did you want to say on this? Um, I just want to let Charles know, I don't care if you protest, but you need to do it within a certain amount of metres, obviously. I had an abortion when I was 18, and that was the hardest thing I ever had to do. It is not an easy decision to make. I was given other options and I chose that. But it's people like you that protest that used to terrify me. Why? Explain that Explain that to me. You Because they're standing outside, they're holding banners, save your child, don't do this, we'll help you, pushing their beliefs down your neck. Now, I can happily, happily have a conversation about my abortion to anyone. I've even done it with pro-life people. We've sat down, we haven't argued anything. But pushing it down someone's throat, and especially at 18, 17, whatever age you are, 
it's a hard. Okay, so hard w- w- one of the pill. things, one of the things that w- uh, one of our first callers said was protesting near uh, facilities providing abortion <clears throat> is bullying and intimidation. Is that it how is. you felt? Absolutely, it is. Like I had to ask my mother and my father to come with me because I was so so scared to go to England because we didn't have the option. And 32 right now, I'm still feeling the guilt of doing that. It's not easy. And we don't need anyone else going and pushing it down our throats, bullying us into believing that we need to do this. I understand it is a life. I get it. I get all the stuff that pro-lifers go on about, but you don't know the trials and tribulations of others. You, like, you don't. Okay, so, so you... Down throat? What, what you're saying to me is, um, as we talk about uh, new laws to restrict protests from within only 100 metres of a, yeah. a healthcare facility, uh, you're saying that when you were that young woman going for a termination, you found those protests extremely intimidating. Yeah, absolutely. I found... Like everyone was watching me, but no one was watching me. But I thought they did. I thought everyone was, you know, chastising me behind my back. They were talking about me, like spreading rumours, but no one, no one did. Okay, Charles, can I I just bring you back in there for a second? You've just heard uh, Gina's story. Uh, Had a termination when she was 18. She's in her 30s now. But she found protests, like protests that you've been involved in, extremely intimidating and upsetting and unnerving. Yeah, well, I mean, like, she's, like, upsetting. Like, she's still, like, suffering from the guilt. I mean... This thing no, I'm suffering from what women. you guys did to me. That's what I'm suffering from. I went well, to counselling and I spoke about what I had to do because that's how I felt. It wasn't anything about the guilt of doing it. It was a guilt from you guys protesting. Well, listen, and I was a young not, girl. It's, it's, it's that's not, not okay it's to not, do. It's a morally... It's, well, it's, it's not. So in your eyes, act, then you no, but, feel any guilt. but I feel guilt from you guys because as a young so teen, you, you pushed it down my throat. Because I had adults well, screaming at me to save my child's life, not to do it, that you guys would help me. How, how are you guys going to help me? You wouldn't. You're not going to personally come to my house, look after that child, give me money. You're not going to well, do that. Like well, Realistically, you're not. So you shouldn't be bullying anyone. You shouldn't be pushing your beliefs down someone's throat. And, and that's a simple fact about it. No one else is asking you to do it, so you shouldn't worry yourself okay, about so it. Okay, so let me ask you, Gina, then, what would it mean to uh, 18-year-old you to have those uh, protests moved away from the front door of healthcare facilities? I would have felt safer. I would have felt safer. I wouldn't have felt as guilty of what I decided to do because oh, I decided to do it, not you. What about your baby? What about my baby? What yes, about your baby? I, your baby wasn't safe, was it? But I wasn't safe either. Well, what about the baby? The baby didn't but have any... But I wasn't any, safe either. It's like the exact that, same thing. Baby. But what about the baby? Yeah. Well, see, actually, what about the if baby? you knew the rest of the story, I was actually protecting the baby. But there's no justification. What, 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 why no would justification that baby have to die? To go, but there's no justification for you to go off and push your beliefs down someone's throat. Like you're no, saying there about, is. There is a justification. It's because Catholic, they're, they're killing going, an innocent little baby. You're saying, let's go back to our Catholic roots. No, it's like, very why? simple. Like there is why, justification. So, why do you have to? <laughs> so every other point. person, hold on. Have you got a daughter? Look, I'm not, I'm not here to talk have about you, myself. Have you got a daughter? I'm not here to talk about myself. So, okay, if you have a daughter and your daughter has a baby before marriage, are you going to shun her from your family? No, you're not. See, this is, this is, this is no, no, like, no. It's the exact same thing. If you say what, we're going back to because somebody doesn't groups, want little babies to be killed, like they're, just because they're all, all you think it's okay to push it down people's throats. Yeah, just because you take it from being murdered, yeah. No, no, what you yeah, well, do I is you cause people to commit suicide, you c- cause people to go on antidepressants. No, see, you don't no, understand do. what you are I doing. Do. You and everyone who I is do. like you, who thinks it's okay yeah, to go off and bully people. That is Nobody's what you guys are doing. Anyone. No, yeah, Charles, you've kill. just heard from a young woman who has described the impact of protests when she was that soldier and she found it extremely intimidating and upsetting. Well, look, protests are, are going to upset people. Like, you know, I mean, like we get out of bed in the morning, we're going to upset people. Does that mean we stop talking and people stop but debating? There's a, a difference between upsetting people. people. Hang on, there's you a difference a between... Yeah, there's a difference between upsetting upsetting people and intentionally setting out to upset somebody. Because that's exactly what you're doing when you're standing there with your banners, with your signs. You're intentionally going out to upset someone. You don't realise the effect 
that it has on someone's mental capacity when you do that. And I don't think you understand it until you live through it. The implication that I heard from Charles a moment ago, um, Gina, is that you're still reeling from the guilt of your termination when you were 18. absolutely, because it was horrible. It was horrible to see that I had to bring my mother and father with me just so I had protection, just so these people didn't shove this down my throat so I didn't have to hear all this stuff. It's ridiculous. No, no, maybe you've picked me up wrong. He's implying that you're still reeling from the guilt uh, and that's why... doing it. Yes, yes. No, I'm not. No, I'm not because I made the right decision at the time and I knew I did. Okay, stay with me for a moment. I want to just play uh, this message from Dara. What's his problem? Like, his aim is obviously to try and talk women out of getting the abortion when they're at the clinic or intimidate them so they feel so ashamed that they'll walk away. And that's disgusting. Uh, again, a man trying to tell a woman what to do with her body, like, because he feels so arrogant and entitled that on his opinion that what, what they're doing is wrong. It's none of his fucking business what a woman does with her body. He's fucking, Charles is absolutely nuts jobs fucking like again thinking he has the power to decide what women should shouldn't do and trying to influence them on these protests outside on a decision on their own body like it's disgusting voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year it's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy now, we got this uh, WhatsApp voice note from Neil. Lads, uh, 100 metres away from being protest against abortion, that's down the road, OK? So they don't, they don't know what's going on. It defeats the purpose. Hate speech coming in. It'll come to a stage where the government will say, sit to the Irish people and give us the paw. That's the way it's going to be. Cheers, lads. All right, Neil, thanks very much indeed for your uh, message. Our number is 085-825-2626 if you want to get involved uh, in this conversation. Can I just address an issue as well that just came in and um, it's from, let me just see who this is from, from Elaine and she says, uh, Charles has gone too far now, he's been on the line forever and hasn't made one intelligent argument, please get him off. Now my answer to Elaine Uh, which I'll I'll give it to the rest of you, is that when we started out this conversation, uh, we said we wanted to have a balanced debate. Now, the balance means, to have a balanced debate means hearing both sides of the argument. We could just have a topic where we interview 20 women in a row who've all had terminations saying how disgraceful it is that um, what the pro-life campaign are doing. But that's not what we're about. We're about debate. And you may find Charles' opinions abhorrent. Some of you don't, by the way. Um, But he has a right... And Elaine, to say, it's quite disingenuous for for you to say that he hasn't made one intelligent argument. No, he hasn't made... In your opinion. Yes, in your opinion, Elaine, he hasn't made an argument that you, in fact agree with so that's that's the difference so if you want to hear a podcast where you're just hearing opinions that you happen to agree with you've got the wrong place I'm afraid would you agree absolutely let me go to uh, Vanessa you're on Opinions Matter hi Vanessa how are you Sans? Uh, Vanessa I assume uh, you fully support the right to protest absolutely okay how do you feel then about this legislation being introduced here uh, next week that will ban protests within 100 metres of a healthcare facility providing abortion? I was one of the main people advocating for it. Um, I'm not against protest, uh, but there is a time and a place. Just like I don't, I don't, I don't believe showing up to a refugee centre screaming "get them out" is the right place to protest. I don't think um, standing outside a healthcare facility, whether it be a hospital or a clinic, I don't see that as any way productive to get your voice heard. Okay, so you um, were one of the proponents of uh, this legislation to ban a pro- protest within a hundred meters. Yes. Okay, now you've um, heard the argument that this is the thin end of the wedge. What's next in terms of banning us, uh, restricting our rights to protest? It's not about restricting your right to protest. It is about protecting vulnerable people going into a healthcare facility. Okay, let, um, let, me, let me just throw that back at Charles for a second. It is about protecting vulnerable people using a legal healthcare uh, service. Yeah, well, I would say exactly um, that, that um, when you take issue with abortion, you're trying to protect vulnerable people. In other words, the little baby in the womb, there's absolutely nobody else to speak for them, absolutely no uh, voice of their own, no power, very, very vulnerable. We've all been, like, don't, we, were, we were looking at the media about the Ocean Gate fiasco there in the mm-hmm. last few days, stuck in a confined space with no help. That's what a baby in the womb is. The baby in the womb is reliant on us 
and all the people and all were praying that those people would get out uh, alive and they were all hoping uh, like this is what we're doing with, with, with in the pro-life movement we, we, we hope that these children will be born and that they'll be given a chance to live and that's exactly what okay, it well, is what, what do you say to that Vanessa? Um, I think he's comparing apples to oranges, to be honest with you. Um, the people in that capsule, uh, rest their souls, um, they were living, breathing humans who paid taxes, who worked, who, who existed. Um, a fetus in the womb is completely reliant on another being in order for survival. Um, it is a potential life. For me, it's a potential life. It is not the same thing as the woman actually carrying uh, the fetus. Um, and, and I'm I'm atheist. I was raised Catholic. We've we've discussed this many times on the show before. Um, comparing <laughs> comparing the, a tragedy that's just after happening to a fetus in a womb who has no concept of anything yet uh, is is it's not comparable. It's not comparable. I'm sorry. I had I had an abortion uh, eleven years ago, following a rape, um, and it was it was the hardest time I've ever had in my life. Um, I had to travel why, on my sorry, own. Why, why? Yeah, I was about to say why was it so hard? Was it I had to, the decision to do what you did, or the way in which you had to do it? The way in which I had to do it. I was isolated. I was on my own. I had nothing familiar. I had no friends around me at the time. I had to leave my country where I pay taxes, where I deserve my healthcare choices to be respected as an adult. And I had to go to another country and beg them to help me. Now, thankfully, for uh, women in the situation you were when you were younger, um, they don't have to uh, leave the country now. However, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, some of them still do. Yes, no, I'm aware because, of that. I'm aware of that. Yes. Yeah, because we have we have conscientious objection here. Uh, so it's an opt in system rather than an opt out system. Uh, and so there are still women traveling abroad. I have hosted two of them in the last four months since I've been in Scotland. Right. Um, there are women right up until the day I left or the, the week I left, there were still people ordering abortion pills online and asking us to be there with them with Need an Abortion Ireland and the abortion rights campaign. So there are still women who are... So let me ask you then, Vanessa, why, why are these women still travelling? There are, I know it's not as widely available as perhaps it could be, uh, but there are still services available here in Ireland. Is it that difficult to uh, meet a medical practitioner about having an abortion? It can be, sadly. Um, if you live in an area where no uh, health provider will give you access to an abortion, you either have to go to a, a hospital, in which case there are waiting lists, and then you have to wait the three days, and then you have to jump through another few hoops in order to get an abortion. Whereas if you order an abortion in the UK, for instance, a lot of um, uh, foreign nationals will leave and go back to their own country for, for access to free health care. Um, there okay, are a range of so, reasons why right, people travel. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, and the shame of it as well. Sorry, uh, pro protests outside a healthcare facility aren't the reason that people are leaving the country still, are they? No. No, no, okay. no they're not. So let, but they're let me not helpful either. Okay. So for people like Charles who believe that they have a right to protest, well, they do have a right to protest. We've agreed on that. Um, I want you to tell them why it is so important that those protests be held 100 metres away from a uh, facility. There are a range of reasons why people access abortion. There are a range of reasons why people access that clinic, which have absolutely nothing to do with abortion, in which case it is not your business to be there. Um, and it's their right to privacy to go into their healthcare facility unharassed. Okay. And it's the harassment and intimidation issue that uh, everyone right. uh, on so the pro-choice okay. side has an issue okay, with. Okay, Charles, I just want to uh, bring you in finally because we're just about to wrap this up. What do you say to that? That this is, the reason this is so important is to stop harassment and intimidation of people availing of legal services. Yeah, well, again, I would say who's getting killed here? And it's, it's unborn children, little babies. We were all in the same situation ourselves. And they're the ones who are getting harassed and intimidated. They're the ones who are actually dying. And, and this idea to try to deflect the, the, from the real issue which is a dead baby, like, you know, every single day. In your uh, view. Children are being killed, are being killed for no good reason, no good reason whatsoever. 
just being like we, we have disposable. Human life has become disposable. And this is a terrible change. And the idea that we can just pick and choose who lives and dies is a very dangerous thing. And it's not one kind of society I think that we, we should venture down lightly. I think that we need to get back to the sense that every single life, every single life, born and unborn, it's precious. Okay, and, and, and again, just to reiterate what was said earlier on, the uh, electorate in this state voted um, in in the opposite way to the way you would have preferred them to vote, and they voted to legalise. Yeah. Uh, and and they, they voted because they understood that it's not that black and white. It's not that simple. Well, Nothing had, in had, life is ever that simple. It's not. Plenty of George Soros money, plenty of propaganda. We, we, we couldn't get onto the television stations because they didn't want yes, uh, people debating this. No, yes, no. They, had pick, they, they, they cherry-picked who they wanted the opposition to be. They wanted to get them on the defensive, they didn't want people talking about the reality of what was going on. That was a complete. There are plenty of anti-choice spokespeople that were years. invited onto every panel. That 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 campaign lasted five years. It was morning to night. People were sick to death of listening to it. They, it was of course they were. Okay, no, but I have to say, Charles, in the run up by George Soros, in the run up to the uh, the abortion referendum. Hang on, in the run up to the abortion referendum, the coverage on Irish media was extremely balanced because by law it had to be. So. Uh, we also oh. but we also had a citizens assembly for weeks and weeks and weeks in which case we're crying over spilled milk this new legislation yeah. is the final bit of legislation after our abortion referendum it's been promised for years um what you're saying charles is uh, you don't believe many uh, pro-life campaigners will break that 100 meter uh, restriction and and Vanessa, you're saying this is very important to protect vulnerable women. Yeah, and it's long overdue. All right. Good to talk to you both. Thanks very much indeed for talking to us on, uh, on the Opinions Matter podcast. I want to squeeze in uh, one final message before we uh, wrap this up. And this is from Curtis. We found a bit of bacteria on Mars or the moon and we're screaming, we found life on the moon. But then there's a heartbeat here on Earth and... It's okay to just end it. And that is your uh, opinion, uh, Curtis? It's a a great analogy, isn't it? That is true. We find like a cell that has life on Mars and we stop the world. Mm. That's another debate for another day when you believe life begins. Some people... But that's what this whole, the, the whole abortion debate has always been about. Yeah. I mean, you look at the story in the, the news over the last couple of weeks over the, the woman in the UK who took the abortion pills way past uh, the, 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 legal, the legal... I mean, the, the baby was viable at that stage. Um, that was a mad debate, wasn't it? Mm. It all threw up. Like, if I... I remember someone asking a question that if they were to punch a pregnant woman, yeah, while she was carrying the baby and the baby died... Because of the punch, would that man be a murderer? Yes, or, uh, yeah. or would he be, be facilitating abortion? Well, because when you think of the Oma bombing, they always mention uh, that 29 people died and an unborn child. Yeah, they do mention yeah, that. Yeah. Always, yeah. always. All right, that is Opinions Matter for uh, today. We hope you've enjoyed this latest Opinions Matter podcast. The one thing that we are, thor- I'm thoroughly enjoying, I know you are as well, about this podcast is we're able to debate stuff that you will not hear debated in this way on Irish radio anymore. Yeah, the way Irish radio has become, uh, people are afraid to debate things in any way that challenges any sort of mm. uh, opinions, um, and that's what we're here for. And we've always said that years ago, when we uh, presented the phone show on FM 104 back in the day, uh, we used to get away with murder. Um, and we no, never actually murdered anybody. No, we didn't. Yeah. But uh, radio like that is gone. It's dead. And that's where Opinions Matter comes in. Well done, Adrian. That's why we created it. Anyway, thanks very much indeed for listening to this latest podcast. If you enjoyed it, please hit subscribe or follow. Click on the little bell icon on Spotify and share it onto your own social media platforms. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Opinions matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.